0: A priestess, like a priest, is a facilitator of the connection between worlds. She tends the relationship between human and divine. She may do this through ritual, through the maintenance of a sanctuary, through trance and prophecy, through creation of sacred words and objects, or through music and dance. This paragraph was... Astonishing to me, full body chills. And reading it and reciting those words led me to the path of Kohenit. I'm going to share the wisdom, the glory, the magnificent brilliance that is this community I have stepped into that is strengthening every part of my being and connection to Shekinah, the divine, the goddess, the sacred wisdom. I found Kohenet through a number of ways. A lot of friends were sending me as I was becoming more open to Jewish mystical traditions and Jewish spirituality that had not been a part of my youth and and honestly not really a part of my time in Israel. These doors kept opening, these invitations, these um, uh, words, books, songs, and I kept seeing this word, Kohenet, and got the book, The Hebrew Priestess, by the founders of Kohenet, started reading it. And this paragraph that I read to you is right on the first few pages. It is always divine timing. I believe that. We are ready to enter the portal of learning and growing and expanding just at the moment that it arrives for us. And sometimes it's very circular and windy, but that inner voice and that inner guidance and that connection to goddess um, externally and internally can help us go there. So I'm gonna walk us through some of the steps and and stages and tell you a little bit more about how the training is going. So Cohenet is a community of um, women and um, people who identify as women. I actually just saw on the website that Kohenet is going to publish some information about their sort of gender policy. And as we have more uh, fluid... Genders expressing, expressing, and embodying in the in the world what that will look like um, in Cohennet. In fact, in our application and in our interview, um, we really had to talk about this because there is so much patriarchy and masculine gendered language is all of the Torah and and so much of the lineage. So this is a really forward thinking evolutionary, um, community of the Hebrew priestess path. And Kohen was the word is the Hebrew word for a priest and Kohenet is the priestess. And what we do is study and learn through ritual and through, and through sacred text, um, where are our ancestors? Where are the women's voices? And where did these female archetypes um, come through or traditional female archetypes come through? And I just want to apologize in advance around language. I I haven't had a chance to fully digest and process this. And I I really wanted this to um, be in the moment of the training, which I'm in. I'm at the end of day four. And how powerful that it's been, and it's been feeling, and I and it's raw. So it's right here, but the Weaver is in the center of these archetypes. So let me go over the archetypes with you: um, prophetess, mother, wise woman, priestess, matriarch, mourning woman, shamaness, seeker, lover. Fool, maiden, midwife. And what we do is study how these characteristics of these archetypes and our um, ancestors are living and breathing and um, coming alive in us right now. And so it is so incredibly profound and potent and magic, the way that they pull the threads in this community. Mm at the deepest sense of your knowing and being, what are the aspects? So for example, this afternoon we did midwife and we talked about what is being born through us and how do we be a midwife and have things um, move through us? So how do we support others as they're in their life transitions? Um, And what does that look and feel like? And then how do we do that for ourselves? So, um, yesterday we went in a little bit deeper around what the shrine keeper um what that really looks like what that really feels like what does it feel like to be holding the the space for others to be guarding the transition of this realm and the other realm almost like a bouncer for the different realms um Yesterday, so funny because I was out for a walk. Actually, it wasn't yesterday, it was the first day of the training. So it started on Monday night. And I went, uh, was walking around the neighborhood, just really full of praise and excitement and curiosity about what was to come, and walked by a free library. And of course, I peeked in and there was a book called Leading Ladies. I didn't know what it meant. So I pulled it out. And then it said transformative biblical images for women's leadership. I'm not. I'm not joking. I opened the page and it said the leader as weaver. It was the first page I opened. It was page 93. So it was in the middle of the book. And it just opened to that the leader as weaver. And in the center of our Kohenet um, art and visual is weaver and weaving all these threads of the archetypes of the, of our um, female ancestors. So, when that happens, I feel affirmed and validated on the path that, does it, that my inner being, my intuition is guiding me and my intellect doesn't always understand that. She doesn't always understand why. I have done so many trainings. I certainly don't need any more. So why was this leading me here? Why did this book come on my path? How did these teachers end up? in my life and I, the story of how I got in is funny because I kept going to the website and saying, oh, maybe in the future, maybe in the future. And uh, I saw that the applications were closed for this semester and I emailed them anyway and they gave me the application and um, I did not apply. And then a few weeks later, I went back on the website, still said full, I went back to the application, I applied, and I woke up in the middle of the night with just this burning desire to be part of this community in a way that I can't explain with words in the mind. So um, I wrote them this letter about how I'm supposed to be in this group, and could they really consider me? And uh, we did an interview, and a few weeks later, I got an acceptance letter. And um it was as if i knew like my divine inner guidance knew it knew this was going to be the path it knew this was the next door to open so pretty shortly after that i had a friend um write to me uh send me this article and it's by a woman named devora gren who is a cohenit um dr devora gren and it is an incredible um, research article about the history of Kohenet and where it came from and has all these wonderful resources. There's a part I wanted to read to you in it. And this may also, again, um, help you see a little bit into what my soul is calling for. Invocation to Inanna Lilith Shakina. She of all knowing, dark wisdom, she of the deep abyss, snakes descent, owls knowing, women of the dark, the light. We praise you. We stand in awe marveling at the myriad surprises you hold in store for us. Always respectful of your power, your mystery. Lilith, Inanna, Shakina, we worship you in all your aspects and we sing your name. We walk with you as we yearn to serve you. Never let us forget your presence in, around, and through us as we seek to proclaim and praise you in every corner of the world, in your many guises, by every name. Walk with us as we love you, when we are angered by you, when we fail to comprehend you, and when we renew our resolve to serve. Be patient with us as we must be with ourselves and each other, holding your presence, even when in doubt or despair. Let us walk into this new millennium as a time of healing, of casting new roles for ourselves and others, weaving new threads of oneness and wonder. Keeper of the mystery, be with us through ecstasy and harmony, through death and destruction, You who are given the setting up of lamentations, the care of children, the rejoicing of the heart, the giving of judgments, the stirring of sexuality, the making of decisions. In the eye of this wisdom, rising forth from the power of your being, your foresight, your intent, how is it we ever get lost, taken over? Allow us always to remember our inner strengths to come from a place of understanding. Let us not be swayed from our goals. Work with us, inspire us, protect us as we weave your work, our work. Help us, sweet dark lady of the night, figure of the light, rageful, wise judge, warmest heart, soul visionary, high priestess of the temples, to whom every knee must bend and every tongue give homage. For it's your word we write upon now, the doorpost of our house and upon our gates. Your word acts. Images and thoughts we share, grow mad at, weep with, and seek to learn and learn from. It is you who makes rise our greatest laughter, happiness, peace, and compassion, who sees and gives us our greatest rage and storm, temper, and venom. Sweet dark goddess of the earth and sky and river and mountain and night and day and heaven and hell, we seek to embody your passion, your wisdom, your strength. Be with us now. So, um, Dr. Devora wrote this in 1999 as Sacred Feminine was becoming alive in her and just really resonated at a deep level in ways that are, I don't really think I need to explain. I think the words speak for themselves. Further in the article, it goes through what is a Kohenet in this world that we live in? What is modern um, priestessing, Hebrew priestessing? And listen to some of these ways that she um, talks about how priestessing, it is a verb in our community. It is an act of service, of love, of care and compassion for the world, of justice, of being Baking cakes um, as ritual, chanting, serving as an oracle or a healer as a guide, being present at birth and death, speaking to ancestors and angels on behalf of the community and teaching others how to work with their ancestors, drumming and singing, offering wine and water and honey, feeding people, serving as scribes. So, writing. and performing uh, sacred text and words that come through us, singing, music, art, offerings, um, lighting candles, building altars. um, And again, being present and supporting the spiritual life of our communities. Um, that's what a Kohenit does. And that's what I am thrilled to be part of exploring um, in a few years. <laughs> uh, if it all aligns, I will be ordained and be able to step into the name fully at this point. I'm just beginning my Studies as I'm in this first retreat period of many to come over these years ahead, as I deepen my own study and practice and returning to, um, you know, in some ways it's returning to Judaism, but in many ways it feels like a whole new version of it that is in my bones and in my being, but was never part of this actual lifetime. Like, this is not the Judaism I know and love. We pray every morning and, um, some time together before our learning sessions start. And there's a moment when they say you can, you know, please rise like you normally hear, but there there's also this invitation to fall where the, one of the teachers will say, you know, please rise and fall, you know, or fall and put your, your heart on the earth, put your belly to the earth. So there's this, um, That to me is so viscerally the practices that I've been weaving from the Vedic, yoga, Indian, Hindu, Buddhist tradition. That was not mine. And I'm working through that. Um, There are so many things that I have received and strengthened that helped my own healing at a deep, deep, deep level. And I'm so grateful, but it's not my ancestor's path. And there was always a part of it that felt like I felt like it was never enough. Like I couldn't learn enough. I couldn't read enough. It it felt, um, it felt like I was trying to make up for something that wasn't mine. And I don't have that in Judaism because, um, it is a big part of my history. And it's a big part of all of our history. This is the other thing that is blowing my mind lately is I have a number of really deep friendships who I've been sharing this with. And many of them are not Jewish. And they resonate so deeply with the new moon cycles, um, with the prayers that I've been sharing on Facebook, um, with the Shabbat episode I did. There's a lot of these Jewish earth-based home practices that are so, um, nourishing, just like so many of the Ayurvedic practices are so nourishing. And I, because Ayurveda is an earth-based lifestyle, um, uh, approach framework, this is layering with the Judaism. It's, we do a lot of elemental prayer, praying around the elements in Kohenet, and it's just Ayurveda to me also. Everything is so connected. That's my point. I don't know which was first. I don't know what order everything came in or who was this. None of that matters. What matters is the deep resonant and connection, resonance and connections that are being made in the physical, emotional, mental, in all of the bodies, in all of the realms. And... With the coherent work, I finally have language and confidence to speak clearly about the knowings that I have that I did not know where to put. So beyond the healer, moving into the intuition, there are um, insights, openings, knowings that I can't explain with the mind that this, um, this work is really helping me be able to navigate a little bit more clearly, a little bit more potently because wearing the coherent <clears throat> way of being allows for the magic and the mystic. Mm. Magic and the mysterious, really. It allows for... Like my work or role as that gatekeeper, as that doula or midwife or, uh, you know, shrine keeper, wise woman, priestess, weaver is to hold space. Like my work on earth is to hold space between the realms, between the worlds and to keep linking and connecting earth, Shekinah, goddess, breath, body. Um, and that is actually what I have already been doing my whole life. It's just now I feel like this gives it a container where it can land and root and flourish in a really different way. I want to close with this. It's the end of the article I was telling you about by Dr. Devorah. Um if we can work less in isolation and more in collaboration, and as we hold cross-cultural, cross-millennia conversations with other priestesses and healers, we'll support each other while expanding recognition of what female spiritual leadership looks like. When the work goes slowly or isn't understood, when we come under attack or feel alone, it's critical that we seek connection to preserve our ability to serve the larger community as catalysts for spiritual growth, justice, and positive social change. So again, this intentional linking to creating and envisioning the society and the world that we want to live in is a deep part of this work and this path. So I am beaming. (laughs) with joy. I know I sound very serious because I'm trying to be really, not trying to be, but I'm just intensely thoughtful about what this experience has been like. And I'm just really in it right now. And it's unbelievable. And I will continue to share this with you, opening and opening and really feeling called to make connections with Whatever your background is, nothing about this is um, me trying to make you Jewish. It's more about understanding um, all of our roots and all of our history and how we're so deeply connected. And some of these earth-based practices that we have in Ayurveda and we have in Judaism um, really can get us through these difficult times. So I'm going to close with this actual prayer, the seven breath meditation from our Siddur, which is our prayer book for Kohenet. So wherever you are, take some breaths, wiggle fingers and toes, roll your ankles and your shoulders, come into your body. Breathing in, I take breath into myself. Breathing out, I join the web of being. Breathing in, I rest in the present. Breathing out, I'm part of past and future. Breathing in, I honor the shrine of my body. Breathing out, I honor the shrine of the cosmos. Breathing in, presence fills me. Breathing out, presence enfolds me. Breathing in, I witness what is broken. Breathing out, I bow to what is perfect. Breathing in, I offer gratitude for what is. Breathing out, I accept that all changes. Breathing in, I pray for peace for myself. Breathing out, I pray for peace for all beings.